Even though I'm clear on the niche I serve and what my role is, I'm still really unclear on one major part. What exactly is my core message? Today, I'm going to share what I mean by core message, why it matters, and I'm going to share some of my struggles with actually defining it. I'm Jamie M. Swanson, and this is My Personal Brand Journey, the podcast for successful entrepreneurs and influencers who want to scale their business by growing their own personal brand. So let's dive right in. Recently, someone reached out to me, a friend of mine, and asked if I'd like to be interviewed on their podcast, which I was really excited about. And so they said, hey, what would you like to speak about? What's the core message or story that you want to share with my listeners? And I really had to stop and think for a while because there's so many different things that I could share with their audience that I know they would find really helpful. But I had to really say, what was the most strategic for me to be sharing with their audience in order to further what I'm trying to do with my business and to really resonate my niche and what I want to be known for? Like, what is my core message? And I've been struggling with this a little bit in part because I have two different types of people that I'm trying to reach. Because my goal, like my overarching desire is to be an ambassador for bringing personal branding to the masses and really showing the need for personal brand photography. So I've got entrepreneurs and influencers like you that I'm trying to reach. It's part of why I'm doing this podcast. But then I've also got all of my photographers who are doing personal brand photography, and I'm teaching them about how to do the photography side of it. And so I feel in some ways like I have to have two different core messages even though the end desire is really to help entrepreneurs and influencers find perfect personal brand photographers for them so that it's a win for the entrepreneur and influencer, and it's a win for the photographer as well. So it was really interesting to me because I feel very clear about the niche that I'm supposed to be in and that this is my role in it, but I really still struggle a little bit with this core message, like what is the main thing that I'd want to share on a podcast with somebody else. Now, part of this, I think part of my hesitation and part of the struggle of this is that, you know, I deal with this sense of imposter syndrome. Yes, I've grown a very strong business brand in the photography business, the modern tog. And I decided recently to pivot that into growing a personal brand, but I don't have that huge personal brand yet. Yes, I had the successful business brand, but I'm still growing that personal brand, especially within the entrepreneurial side. Like, yes, photographers know who I am at this point, but I haven't done it in a way that I can say, hey, look, I've got 500,000 Instagram followers. Like, I don't even hardly have much more than a thousand Instagram followers because that wasn't the platform that I used initially to grow my audience. And so I have this little bit of like imposter syndrome. (laughs) And so I feel like, why would anyone want to hear about how to grow a personal brand and strengthen that when I am still in this journey of growing it myself? Now, I feel very confident that what I'm talking about works and I'm seeing people with large personal brands use these exact strategies and get, you know, get results. But it's really hard when I've chosen a vocal platform like podcasting to really focus on instead of a visual platform like Instagram, 
which is where a lot of the people who need personal brand photographers would be posting their images. And I do have some experience with my quilting account because that really took off in a big way when I switched from using just whatever crap images I happened to take with my phone to doing really high quality images with, you know, nice lighting and all of that. So I have some personal experience with it, but even that only has like 7,500 people on it. And so, you know, there's a little bit of me that feels like, who am I? to be sharing this as my core message. And, you know, you can just be honest about that. And I'm sure some of you feel that sometimes, but I think that's part of one of the things that makes it hard for me to know exactly what my core message is, first and foremost, because that's what I want it to be, is the benefits of growing a personal brand. And then I want to bring in the photography piece of that. But really right now, what I think is that I can talk to the photography piece of that very easily. Like, how do you pick a photographer who really gets your needs as an entrepreneur or influencer who wants to grow a strong personal brand? But in some ways, just talking about images feels really shallow. Like, I know that it's not shallow, like it makes a big difference, but there's so many things that I could share that would make a really big impact in their business as well. Like, I love strategy and I love talking mindset. And I feel like there's other things that might leave a bigger emotional impact or make people feel like they they get more value from it. But my message comes back to photography. And it's not that it's not valuable. It's just that it feels so shallow compared to the vast amount of stuff that I've learned and that I could share with somebody. So to make that my entire platform feels, you know, like my core messaging, it feels it feels like I'm not sharing like hardly any of what I could be sharing with people. And I think a lot of us struggle with this when we're trying to define a niche too because we could serve tons and tons of people and yet we're going to be so much more effective when we narrow down the exact kind of person we want to work with. You know, like photographers, they could work with any kind of entrepreneur or influencer out there, but they're going to be so much more effective if they focus on a very specific kind of entrepreneur to work with. So for example, if they're the personal brand photographer for life coaches, it's going to be so much easier to find clients because they can very specifically talk to their needs and they can show them that they understand what they need in terms of images and all of that. And so it's just, it makes sense, like from a logical standpoint, but I think, you know, as photographers, they're like, but I could work with anybody. I could help anybody. And I can do so much more than just life coaches or, you know, whatever else. And so I think part of me is just feeling that like, maybe it's a desire for recognition that I don't get if I'm only talking about image quality or, you know, what to look for in a photographer, even though that's ridiculous. I don't know if you've ever taken the Enneagram. I am a three, so I am driven by recognition for better or worse. But it's just, it's fascinating for me to sit down and say, why why do I feel like this isn't enough? And I know Stu, you guys have heard me talk about Stu McLaren a lot. He's shared with our mastermind and with his tribe experience students and all sorts of people that he didn't really want to become known as the membership guy either because he knows so much more than just membership. And it feels really restrictive to just narrow your message down to something very tiny and small. So I think I'm just wrestling with that. And I just, even just talking about it here with you is helping me feel better about it because there is so much value in it. 
And they can gain so much by having images that capture the attention of their audience and really feel, help them feel connected with them on a more personal level in a way that a caption cannot. And images can do it in just a split second, whereas video, which is great too, video, they have to actually take time to watch. You can't get that in a split second like you can with photos. So photos are so valuable because you can capture their attention quickly, especially if you have a photographer who can capture your story in an instant in a photo so that they stop, they see the photo and they want to know more. And then they dive into your caption and then they go dig deeper. So I definitely think that Photos have an immense value for people who are trying to grow a personal brand. But sometimes like when I think about all the different things that I want to share, it just feels like there's just so much more and that I'm just barely scratching the surface. And so I think I just need to overcome some of that personally because that's not necessarily the case. And I know, I know I need to do that. And I'm very like excited about my role in wanting to be an ambassador for personal brand photography and for people who want to grow a personal brand. But it's just it's just saying, well, what exactly is that core message? And part of it is that I am really passionate about other things as well. Like I really love building community, which I think is a big part of growing a personal brand. And lately I've been diving a lot into our identities and how our perceived identity really shapes our actions and who we are and what we do. And I'm excited about building a movement and not just building a business and making money and really getting people results and really creating quality products that actually transform the lives of people and don't just pad my pockets with money. You know, so there's just, it feels like I'm just barely scratching the surface. And I know that some of these passions of mine will be able to come out over time, but it's just, it's funny that I'm, I've preached this. I know this. I've known this for years. And yet here I am still struggling to define my core message because it just feels so little in comparison to all of this stuff that I could be sharing with somebody. So I do know that this is what I want to share. I mean, I just have to overcome my own insecurities and whatever else about it. But the next step that I need to take that I haven't really done yet is to create sound bites. Now, what do I mean by sound bites? Sound bites are like facts or frameworks that I just keep going back to time after time after time that I can easily share over and over again. So for example, using Stu again as an example, he says, emulate before you innovate. Like I've heard that from him tons of times. Another one that he says is pay attention to retention. They're just short, little, easy to remember sound bites that pack a lot of meaning into them that make it easy to remember what to do in any given situation. So I already know that some of my sound bites or frameworks will be something that I can use for both audiences. So for example, one of the ones that I've that I've shared over and over again and will continue sharing are my five tips for picking a personal brand photographer. Or that's what I share with entrepreneurs and influencers. But on the flip side, I share that with my photographers as well. And they're the five deal breakers that photographers need to understand in order to book entrepreneurs and influencers. And I'll share those with you in an upcoming episode. It'll probably be a little bit, but I will definitely share them with you. And they're the exact same information. They're just framed in a slightly different way. So I really want to sit down and get very clear on, you know, what are the core messages that I want to share? Like, what are the sound bites that I become known for? What will people hear again and again and again and be able to identify 
as something that I say, like as something that I teach. And when they hear something about, for example, Stu talks about pay attention to retention. When people are talking about retention in their membership sites, Stu comes to mind for anybody who's heard him talk about this over and over again. And they're going to recommend him. You know, he's known for that. And so I need to figure out not just what niche I want to be known for, because I feel very clear about that, but I need to become clear about what my core message is when I'm sharing with people about that niche. And I feel like this is something super foundational that I just have never taken the time to sit down and actually script out. And so that's one of my next steps. I know know, I've been trying to share this journey with you and it didn't really strike me that I hadn't done this because I am clear on what I want to share in terms of like my niche, but really thinking about, oh, well, how do I share this with this audience? What are my sound bites? What is the main information that I want to share to new audiences? And just getting really intentional about that actually writing it out, practicing it, trying to come up with short little sound bites that are easy to remember. Like all of these things are things that I'm going to be doing over the next few weeks, if not sooner, in order to really clarify the message that I want to get out there. So again, it's just niching down more and more and more and building more and more clarity into our business. I really feel like the more clear we are with everything we're doing, the more effective we are going to be. And by clarifying all this stuff and writing it all out, everything becomes incredibly simple. We know when somebody asks us, hey, would you like to be on my podcast? Hopefully they're going to be like, hey, I heard you talk about this topic. I want to talk to you about that topic as well. Or you can say, yeah, here's what I can share with you. Would this be a good fit for your audience? And it makes it much more easy to start getting in front of other people's audiences when you know exactly what benefit you bring to them, um, the content that you can share with them and more. So my question to you, since I've shared my struggle with this, is what is your core message? What are the things that you need to be talking about over and over and over again with the people that you want to work with to build your expertise, to help them grow their businesses or use their products or have better lives or whatever it is you do for them. What is it? Have you ever written these out? Have you ever sat down and made sound bites for them? Because if not, that's your assignment as well as mine. And I would love to hear your core messaging and some of your sound bites in our Facebook group, which is linked in the show notes of this episode. All right. So That's it for this episode, but there's one thing I want to tell you about. So I recently completed my race, the American Burka Biner. I had been talking about that. If you've been listening for a while, you've heard a few lessons that I shared with you through training with it. And wow, was that an incredible experience. And it's a 34.2 mile race. So it's 55 kilometers. That's all on cross-country skis up and down tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of hills. And it stretched me in ways that I can't even begin to share with you. It's definitely by far the biggest race I've ever done. And I promised that I would share all about the things I learned during the race. So we are going to start out with lessons in the next episode that I took from the Berkey, which is what we call it for short. And I I have so many lessons I want to share with you guys that it's going to be over a few different episodes, but I thought it would be most fun to start out with the most embarrassing parts of the race for me because there were definitely three distinct moments that were quite embarrassing 
And I just want to get them out of the way before I go into any of the other lessons. And I want to share with you what I learned from these three embarrassing moments during the race. So I will share that with you in the next episode. If you haven't subscribed yet, definitely do that now so that you don't miss that episode. It'll be delivered right to your phone or wherever you listen to your podcast. And that way you won't forget because trust me, you're going to get a good laugh out of it at my expense. And I'm okay with that. And I think you're going to find it at the very least entertaining, if not also very educational. So I will see you there. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Hey, real quick before you go, number one, if you thought this episode was helpful and you know somebody personally that would enjoy it, would you send them a link to it? That would be super awesome. But second, if you enjoyed it, I also have a private podcast just for my email subscribers that I think you would really love. Now, you can listen to it on the same podcast player, just like you are this current podcast, but it's only accessible through a unique link that I will send to you via email. Now, this is the behind the scenes look at what I'm doing in my business. It's literally my thoughts about my business casually as I'm thinking about it. So it's not after I've done a bunch of stuff and I've distilled it down to a couple of points and I'm sharing, you know, just the highlights with you. Like this is the stuff in the moment that's working, that's not. Um, I have an episode in there that's all about the problems with my offer. I have things that I've been thinking about in terms of messaging and just all sorts of stuff that's going through my brain as I'm growing this business. And I'd love to share it with you. So if you would like to listen, all you need to do is go to gettheprivatepodcast.com, enter your name and your email, and I will send it right over to you. You'll get an email with a link that is yours. You can't share it with other people. It won't work for them, but it will work for you. And I know that you are going to love it. You just got to click the link, follow the podcast on your favorite podcast player, and away you go. You'll be automatically updated when there's new episodes. So hope to see you on the private podcast. Again, that is gettheprivatepodcast.com. And have a great day. Thanks for listening.